Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Trail podcast. This is Chase. I'm Steven. I'm Nate. And let's talk about the outdoors. Heck yeah. Okay. One day we'll nail these intros. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get Still there. Still working. We just gotta get the timing now. Like... Exactly. Let's what? just restart it again. <laughs> no, we can just leave this in. This is fine. <laughs> right. It's a okay. beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. this week we we kind of were looking into articles and things like that about kind of climbing and things like that. And I think it was Stephen, you have one or at least a, a video that kind of was going over tips and tricks with bouldering, right? Yes. Um, there's a couple videos I was looking at this week, and they're just going over, like, tips people could could learn from, basically, when they're getting into climbing or if they've been doing it for a long time. And I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. So I think, like, the main question I have especially for a lot of people that are probably going to be listening to this podcast, probably don't climb as much as we do, I feel like, for the most part. Um, so I was thinking we can give them some tips, like from people who climb from like a V0, V, V plus or something to like V3s and then do from like V3s to V6. And just some tips on that and like what you guys think helps you um, progress in climbing and do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, like, I don't know, Chase, do you have any, like, good tips for when you were starting climbing? Yeah, I think if I was to, like, go back in time and tell myself tips for what to do to be better, um, the three things I would say is definitely stretch before you are doing any kind of bouldering or climbing. Reason being is it's very easy to injure yourself. Usually, you know, I've never actually been very blessed not, not to actually have any serious injuries while I'm climbing. Um, but you, you just want to make sure you're you're always stretching so that you're letting out all the lactic acid and whatnot and not getting injured, period. Because when you're climbing, you're doing a lot of different movements. You're doing dynamic movements and um, you know, using a lot of strength in different parts of your body at a very specific time and it's kind of targeted. So it's very easy to pull a muscle. It's very easy to like fall wrong and like save and sprain an ankle. But I found that that can be a little, that can definitely be avoided by just spending 10 minutes beforehand and doing very basic stretches, touching your toes. You know, I mean, I'm definitely not an expert on stretching by any means, but I would say even like implementing the little I do know for 10 to 15 minutes before and after doing any kind of climbing definitely helps. The second tip I would say is don't be afraid to fall or like, like don't like definitely commit to things and don't just jump off like the first moment something's hard, um, especially with bouldering. It's very easy because you're not very far off the ground. So Make sure that like when if you like know your limits and obviously don't do anything that's gonna injure yourself, but keep uh like be confident in yourself at the same time and like don't like go until you at least like slip off because you're gonna hit the ground. Like if you fall correctly and you'll learn how to fall correctly over time, you're not gonna get hurt just falling on the mat. Now when it's outside, it's a little different because you have to trust the spotter, you know, make sure you have enough crash pads and whatnot. And you can always like not hit the crash pad too. So at least for indoor 
yeah definitely commit to things i mean gator you can probably speak on that a little bit more with outdoor because you climb outdoors more than i do um but my third tip would be um don't necessarily focus on like all upper body strength when i first started climbing i definitely used like a lot of my upper body because that's like was the stronger part of my body but I think like incorporating more of your feet and legs definitely makes a huge difference in like going up grades. As soon as I like started like even training legs kind of off on my off days when I'm not able to go to the gym, um, I got a lot better just at my footwork and also like being able to like stay on the wall actually because I could use my feet and I actually was able to be confident in my feet and my leg strength. So definitely prioritize that. Um, you know, not one over the other by any means, but, you know, kind of see where, you know, you're lacking, you know, do a little self audit and kind of focus more on that area. So that's my two cents. Yeah. And then so you're like, oh, sorry, Gator, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was just wondering, uh, like for when, for your, if you have any kind of tips for when people are like on the wall, when they're climbing chase, like, um, if they're like what how they should hold themselves on the wall or like a thought process that you go through before you get on the wall kind of thing or how you prepare for that um just because i know i was a little bit hesitant when i first started climbing but i know a lot of people just jump right into it like no fear so it took me a while to just get over that hump i was wondering if you had any tips that um some beginners like for that and you too gator either one of you but and dude i'm terrified of heights like that's something that's (laughs) i hate heights like the most recent time i was out climbing i was at cheyenne canyon i'm on a hundred foot route and the start of the route is already a hundred feet up so it's like a hike to get to it so you turn around and look behind you so you've got a hundred feet to where your belayer is and then you've got another hundred feet behind your belayer so you're just like that's way too high isn't but like I froze and so it's like getting out of that sort of mentality for for me at least it was like I am on a wall right now I am as safe as I can be I've done everything that I possibly can to ensure that I'm safe and a lot of that came from bouldering because starting there I wouldn't have figured out that I am a very static climber dynamic movements and I are not friends had I not started out with just like some of the easier things with bouldering and just getting out of that fear of that height and fear of the wall. Cause I am terrified of that. But the other thing is like figuring out how to grab just the basic fundamentals. And weirdly enough, some of the holds that are in indoor gyms pop up all the time outdoors. It is the weird. I'm like, Hey, I recognize that I could just, do what I did in gym. So practicing in gym became kind of crucial. I might climb outside four or five days a week, but in gym is definitely, definitely a good place to start mastering some of those movements. I don't know if that's, yeah. If that's more what you're asking with that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I I, like just any kind of tips you'd give to anyone who's climbing. And like, I've noticed that too, even like when I'm climbing inside to outside, but the only difference I've known from climbing the difference from inside to outside is that climbing outside is like a lot more cryptic. I feel like, like you have to figure out a lot more of what's going on and what the holds are actually. Cause a lot of the times holds 
outside are kind of just hidden and you can't really see into it because there's no way to check out a route unless you just start and you keep going and push yourself to get to the next point or push yourself to get up on top of the rock you're trying to climb mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah. i think i've noticed for when i was climbing like in the gym when i first started climbing that like you wouldn't you wouldn't even you'd be on like a v1 you see guys doing sixes and sevens next to you and you're just like really getting down on yourself and i feel like a lot of the time when you're just starting climbing you just need to be like relentlessly positive about what you're doing because otherwise you're just going to get down on yourself and you're going to hate climbing like it's not going to be fun you just got to like enjoy the little parts of climbing that make it fun and that's my like biggest tip i think for like very beginners Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know just like relentless positivity i think it helps a lot yeah that's it makes it more fun like you can mindset is everything in like any kind of sport and climbing specifically because you you're not just going to get there overnight so like not only do you have to have patience but you also have to have that like reinforce positivity mindset of like yeah i can get better at this even though i'm like sucking today you know and like just keep doing it like you said enjoy the little pieces of it and kind of just have fun with it because if you if you're if you're pushing yourself too hard and you're not like rewarding yourself you're just gonna get it's like any job you get burnt out and Mm -hmm. you don't want to get there as far as the fear goes though like when i like when i was a beginner i'm still definitely afraid of heights um but there's, for me, it was like, the more I did it, the less afraid I was like over time, like the more I've climbed, the, the more it's just reinforced in my mind that it's like, not a scary thing. Like I'm definitely still scared sometimes, but I think just like that repetition of doing it a lot made it less scary. So that's what I would recommend is just get out there and do it a bunch. Like, even if you're afraid, I think part of like a big part of climbing is being afraid and then like doing something despite being afraid, you know? And that's like, it goes, that holds true to a lot of things in life. You know, a lot of times in life, it doesn't always go the way you want. It's outside of your control. So being afraid is just a necessary part of life and climbing kind of reflects that in an interesting way. Yeah. And I think that like a lot of things, like by, by all means, I'm not that great of a climber. I, it's something that I can do. I can, I can get on walls and things like that, but it's not like the main thing that I do. Granted, I do it a lot of days, but it's, I, I think that fear can also go into like hiking and camping and backpacking and things like that. Cause you're just, you're exposed to things that you don't experience necessarily in your daily life. And so when those things become prevalent to you, you're like, oh, bears exist, falls exist, rocks exist. I, I took a rock hit last week and I, that's still ringing in my head. But I think the climbing community specifically, or a lot of even outdoor communities itself, cultivate this environment of learning without judgment. Because that was one of the first things that I noticed going into a climbing gym was, or at least the one that we started at, no one was judging anyone else. Everybody, like you would get onto a wall and somebody would be like, heck yeah. You'd turn around and be like, I don't know who just said that. That was someone. And I think that sort of community and that sort of environment also is what helped me stick with it. And it helps me every time that I'm out at Garden of the Gods or Red Rocks 
because you have a community of people just around you going, hey, this is cool. You're doing really good on that. And I think the fear of being judged is something else that's in there. I don't know. That's what I love about climbing that like the pot that you can climb with people or you can do it specifically by yourself with bouldering. Um, Cause sometimes I like, I really enjoy climbing with people and I really like need that push. And it really helps me become a better climber when I climb with other people. But it's one of those things that you can also get better at by yourself. Um, like you don't necessarily need someone with you all the time just to like show you or like you don't like baseball you need to play catch with somebody you need to do something with someone else but like climbing is one of those sports where you can get better all the time with little with little help and like it just takes repetition all the time to get better and that's what I love about it Mm -hmm. yeah and it it translates to it because I I do hike I think at least now that it's winter I've been hiking a lot more than I have been climbing and so without with that sense of community a lot of the guys even that I'm out here with they're like hey do you want to go on a hike and we just go knock out just a short little day hike and just building that community you can do it by yourself you get over that sort of fear of like at least with indoor bouldering, outdoor bouldering, go with someone or at least be someplace that you're going to have a lot of people. Otherwise, something bad can happen. Now I'm totally hypocritical in that, but still. Um, but it translates to, for me, like I now go on hikes by myself all the time. I do solo backpacking trips. And a lot of that stems from my confidence with climbing. I don't know if that makes any sense. I yeah. Makes I sense that, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chase. No. You, so, yeah, I think that that definitely makes perfect sense. I can relate. It's just also like, it's weird how that manifests in, in like our day to day, you know, with, with, uh, with backpacking, with climbing, you know, you, the more you get out there and do these things in the outdoors, the more you just become more confident, but at the same time, you also want to like exercise. (laughs) Fuck. We're cutting that out. (laughs) Did you just drop your laptop? Yeah, it's good though. It's all good. Um, my dog like came up and like bumped it like right when I was trying to talk. <laughs> we are leaving that in. That's fantastic. <laughs> we are not leaving that in. You got to work that out. <laughs> I'm in control of the audio. Bring it on, Chase. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, you're good, man. Um, where were we? Steven, you were going to say something? Yeah, Steven. <laughs> well, since we're on like the topic of falling, <laughs> I think, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I think like just climbing in general outside, inside you should, and hiking and camping and stuff. If you're going to do it alone, I'm just saying this is like a, for anybody out there who's listening. If you're going to do it alone, tell somebody where you're going, tell them when you're leaving, when you're going to get back, that kind of stuff. Just so, just in case anything happens, like if you don't come back at a certain point, somebody like we can 
tell the proper people who are going to go out and look for you where yeah. to look where you've yeah. been so that kind of stuff i think is important um mm-hmm. but i'd saying that go outside and do stuff if you have no one that's going to wants to do it with you or is going to do it with you and you want to do it i do say it yourself go for it yeah do it because heck yeah you have to if you love it you're going to want to do it and nothing's going to mm-hmm. stop you so that's and that's that's something that I do out here a lot too. Cause I'll, I'll go on hikes and I, I bring at least like I bring with me, I, I tell people like where I'm going, but I also have like, so I have that Garmin in reach. Uh-huh. It's me too, dude. It's falling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel left out. Um, but I have the Garmin in reach that I take with me. And so I can actually share live location data with anyone or even everyone but at least people know where I'm at when I'm going to do these things. And even on my hikes, sometimes I take my climbing shoes and I'll just find a nice little boulder and be like, this is going to be mine now. I claim this. Yeah. But. So you go there and you see another person climbing it. Then what do you do? <laughs> be no, concerned because I have no idea where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy who lives in the woods out there climbing <laughs> like the story you were telling us last week steven the guy that you found oh, yeah, the guy in the middle of the woods the rock oh, shed this, in the middle of his nowhere. house yeah. yeah yeah please don't move the coffee mugs well that would be a good place to go climbing honestly that's like the spot i've been thinking about doing that for a while so when you guys get back we should go back to his house and then do some climbing out there just start yeah. climbing it while he's inside just confuse him <laughs> yeah <laughs> he'd probably love that <laughs> <laughs> no but kind of veered off i think a little bit but in a good way but uh for you guys's tips i guess for um climbers who are more like intermediate i guess from like where we're at now because i feel like i'm starting to get into that level where i'm a little bit past the inner i'm trying to get a little bit past intermediate not professional by any means but like Bumping out of sixes and going trying to trying sevens and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and, and bouldering. Yeah, you're projecting sevens, yeah. Yeah, and so I just what would be your tips for the people that are going from three to like six ish range and how you guys have gotten better and progressed from that area too? I think in that range is where it's it's a little bit more difficult for me to speak on. Cause like starting out, there's a lot of things that I wish I would have done differently or done in other ways but when it comes to where I'm at now I am still learning so much um and that's so it's then like guys like you Stephen who are just the ones who are like helping push me through and and find new ways of doing things I mean even today I was at the rock gym and the guy wasn't like beta spewing or like telling anything he was like hey this is how i do it and he does like a toe hook fall which i had never done one of those before and you literally just stand up and then fall into the toe hook and then it catches you and you're at like a 90 degree angle you're like oh this is weird so there's still so much that i'm learning but it's i think it's kind of nice because i get to absorb all of this so maybe that could be my tip just like take any piece of information that you possibly can Anything that anyone's willing to teach you or show you, do it because that's where I'm at. Exactly. I think that like people always say it's bad etiquette to be like climbing etiquette to like 
yell out what the person should be doing next or all this, but I love that. When people are telling me what to do, I know it kind of takes away from like your experience with the climb and like everyone's got a different way of climbing certain routes and stuff. But for me, it's like anything helps, I'll take it. And if it's going to help me get to the top, I don't care who's yelling at me while I was doing it because it's my decision and at the end of the day to use the use that advice or to not use it and like so anyone who's climbing out there that's above me or sees me at a gym please yell out at me what they think I should do because I need the help as much as I can get climbing is as much as a as much of a puzzle as it is strength and endurance so yeah it's creative problem with, solving yeah I need help with puzzles so why wouldn't you help me with climbing I don't understand but people yeah. have their own uh rules and etiquette to it but i think it's a good thing to help mm -hmm. out and tell people what they should do and if they take it good if they don't they don't it's but. fine yeah yeah it's a yeah. free hint you know like when you play puzzle games like a puzzle mm -hmm. app or something or like a puzzle video game half the time they make you like pay for hints in some way it's so a like, free hint i like yeah. that for free it's good, you that. just tap the hint hint button and like there's that. a lot of different types of climbers out there. That's another thing to just like bring, you know, keep in mind is like not everyone is exactly the same and the way they climb and their climbing culture. Like there is like an overarching like climbing culture, but then there's little like subsects and people have different opinions about different things. And Steven, so. you're like six feet tall. You you exactly. get you get tall boy beta. I don't I don't get that. I'm I'm short. I got tiny little T-Rex arms. It's just I, I'm right back at you, man. Rex arms are pretty nice sometimes when you're in this little, you're in a hole in the wall and you're like, oh yeah. And then I'm trying to squat my six foot two body into a three foot hole. And I like yeah. have the most awkward beta ever. It's just like <laughs> everybody's different and there's exactly. different ways to do a climb. And it's, that's like the good part about it, I guess. Yeah. Everyone has the thing is like, well, and I'm very, stuff? said everyone just has their own strengths and weaknesses and 100%. you should use those to your advantage or disadvantage hundred <laughs> percent that's kind of what i was saying earlier too is like just like take note of like where your strengths and weaknesses are when you start mm -hmm. climbing that's like a huge part of it definitely yeah. like definitely like enjoy where you're strong then like mm -hmm. don't like neglect uh visiting with the the parts of your climbing experience where you know you're a little bit more weak yeah and i'm very much like i'm very much a static climber i don't do any of the jumps because it's just not really my way and most of the time i can find an alternative if there's if there is specifically a jump in the route then yes i have to do it but for the most part that's kind of the climbing style that i've figured out over the past few months since i've been in colorado at least has been there is always an alternative to jumping. There's always an alternative to the dynamic. And I think, Steven, you're way more of a dynamic climber. Yeah, than... I'm super dynamic when I climb. I yeah, I can do it statically, but I sometimes I just think the power, like powering through holes instead of tiring myself out. Sometimes, because I get very tired when I go statically because I have to hold my body weight up a lot more longer. Mm -hmm. So... I just kind of like to just power through and get to that top top hole as fast as I can. But I yeah. mean, sometimes there's just some 
like no possible way you're gonna dyno up a slab so it's like you gotta just <laughs> like if you have a bunch of slopers and then the top's like six feet up there and you gotta just you can't dyno up it so i think there's a lot of like nuance to climbing and it's how people prefer to do it but i i definitely prefer a dyno just because i i struggle mm -hmm. with some um static betas but for the most part for the most part you got to climb both ways to yep. become a to become a well-rounded climber you got to climb both ways mm -hmm. and i think that's another good tip too it's like if you do climb something and you get to the top of it I also recommend people redoing climbs and just practicing that over and over and also just trying it the way it was intended to be climbed. Because um, some people just skip through a lot of the holds and don't even think they're like, why would they put that hold there? But the person, the root setter who made it is intending you to use that hold. So kind of just like it's another puzzle to figure out how they wanted you to climb it, which I think is yeah. another good way to practice and get better. And I think that's where it's very different outside because the route that I did today, um, there's the bolt line, but you can go to the left of the bolt line. You can go to the right of the bolt line. And then if you set a top rope on it, completely changes the way that the route goes. And I think that's where you can where it really changes it up a lot because outdoors there's no one way to do it and i think that's the weirdest part because indoors you have the route setter they put time and effort into thinking like okay i'm gonna put this hold here this hold here this hold here and then everybody's gonna have a different beta on it but they have that one way that they intended it but outside i'm pretty sure the rock didn't intend anybody to climb up it <laughs> Um, I'd be concerned if it did, but it's just, it's unique, the difference in those two. And I think it kind of makes it a little bit more exciting. Yeah. I love the creativity in climbing. I think that's what makes it such a great sport. I mean, mm -hmm. I think doing it indoors is fun and you can be creative with it, but there's still a limitation. But when you go outside, there's almost no limitation. If you can hold on to it and climb up it that's like that's all you have to do to be a creative fun climber you just climb up a rock so i think that's really cool yeah and i also think i lucked out with the guys that i know out here too because i moved out here what six months ago yeah. and just started climbing outside and so everybody that i've met has been basically became one gigantic teacher for me um in just asking that advice of them but it's what's helped find my style and things like that specifically and what I'm good at and what I'm not and what I need to improve on. But I don't think I would be as far as I am by all means, not a professional climber, but I've improved significantly because of the community and the, the people that I've been able to surround myself with. Yeah. And they're crazy. They are crazy. One of the guys that I was climbing with a few weeks ago, just wanted to start placing like protection for trad climbing or traditional climbing. And the route was already pre-bolted, but he decided that he was going to skip the bolts. And he, he skipped the first two, didn't place any protection because couldn't find any. It was a slab wall. He is now 40 feet up and I'm like, oh, okay, dude, you have to please place okay. something. 
please. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, this is a little sketchy. And I was like, yeah, this is terrifying. I love it. But no, he's <laughs> the guys that I climb with, they're just crazy. They are insane out here. I love it. Shout out to Willie. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> Willie sounds baller. But <laughs> but no, I like I see I see people on like Whipper Media, like on Instagram. That's like climbing Instagram, I guess. And I see people place their protection like in a hole in the rock. And they just <laughs> place it there. And then I'm like, dude, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen because it's so easy for that rock just to break. I've seen maybe especially just like Arizona rock. I've just seen so much rock break where I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting the protection in a crack or something like i don't like i'm not putting my quick draw into a rock there's no way the climbing out here is just not built for that like there are a lot of trad routes but i even like have heard from like some of the climbers at rei just like and at the gym too that out here like not like obviously magma mine in that area but out in the valley it's like all like super shitty rock like that (laughs) Yeah, like it's Pop Go Park is just like sandy rock, sandstone. And so it's just like, so everything just falls off. It's super brittle. It's really crazy. Steven, wow. you're going to hate climbing out here. <laughs> is it sandy and breaky? <laughs> yes. Dude. It's great. Red Rocks is my favorite. They're like Red Rocks Canyon out in Colorado Springs. It's slab. It's just slab walls and sandy. They don't let you use chalk, so you have to, like, the wall is sandy enough that it really doesn't matter. But it's a, it's a different like, world. I was like, it's no so chalk, man. My hands get sweaty outside. I, my hands get badly sweaty outside. That's my, I don't really have any fear of heights when I'm inside the gym. I don't know why. I should probably trust my own gear more than I trust their gear since it gets used every day. But when I'm outside and I can just like I'm making a move and I'm looking at the ground, I'm sweating, man. The ground starts moving and you're like, oh, yeah, this is weird. I could literally feel my whole body just like soaked in water when I climb outside. So I need chalk like chalk is my saving grace out there. But we'll see how it goes this week. The rock is so much better out there. It's like yeah, I don't know what you mean. It like it's not chippy. It's like the complete opposite of Arizona rock. <laughs> it's like it's, it's so nice. It's it's really nice and it's like smooth sandstone. But the other day, once again with Willie, I was climbing outside with him and he just like grabbed onto a hole and it broke off and it was like this <laughs> massive like ten pound slab of just like chunk of rock that used to be a hold. And yeah. he just like was like, um. I'm going to throw this down now. And so that was yeah. fun. So, yeah. That's wild weird. stuff. It's fun, head. though. Eh, it just come off and ducked you out of nowhere. <laughs> just decided he didn't want us to keep climbing with me. No, I get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just problem solved. Uh, <laughs> good thing you found it, is what I'm saying. Like, good thing yeah. you found it. Like, if you would, it could have just came out at a random yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Like you just but, never know with rocks like that. Yeah, yell. that is that is why I do like climbing <laughs> indoors from time to time because you don't have the added risk. So there's that part. Yeah, definitely feels yeah. safer. 
feel a lot more secure and sturdy. But like you yeah. said, it's like you should kind of like, it's funny because with that gear, it's used like all day, every day. And like my gear gets used like once a month now, if, if that. <laughs> so I should feel a lot safer on my own gear yeah, outside. Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm like, I should probably be like more convinced that I'm going to be safer outside, but I still struggle. It's just a mental block when you're like actually staring at the ground versus some pads that are on the ground at the gym. Mm-hmm. that like false it's sense never of security down to the ground when you're outside it's always like there's always like a ledge and then another rock and like you know that if you fall you're gonna like cheese grate and then like smack into like four ledges before you even hit the ground like it's never like there's never just a straight drop like at the gym you know yeah. when you're at the gym, you can kind of like visualize like if i fell you know i can kind of roll out of this you know i'm probably gonna break both my legs but I can kind of, you know, there's, there's chances of survival there. Whereas outside it's kind of just like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to die. But maybe yeah, it's like, you just like, like when we we're at magma mind and we're on that cliff, it's like, if you fall off that and you just tumble all the way down, you just fall another hundred feet down to the base of the mountain. Yeah. So you're, you're just going to be somersaulting. You're just like, we, yeah. 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 It's so scary to think about, but. I mean, realistically, like That's you probably are happen. just as safe and it's not going to happen. So, yeah, but, but that's, that's like the fun of it. The excitement, the rush, the adrenaline, like it's so much fun. It makes it so much better for me at least. Yeah. But any last tips before you guys want to like wrap this up? That's pretty much all that I got. I'm, I'm still just like, I'm still learning so much about climbing. I do it a lot. I do go on multi pitches and things like that, but still at this point, like I, I almost borderline want to consider myself a beginner because there's still so much to learn and been doing this for quite a while now, but it's, it's just constantly learning and constantly changing. And I love that aspect of it. So I think that's, just take as much knowledge as you can. It's the last thing that I can say. Oh yeah, definitely. I think listening to everyone and just meeting new people who are climbing better than you, worse than you. Cause like I even meet people at the gym that I know don't climb at the same level as me, but they still will give me a good tip on how to do a route uh, based on either if they've like seen people do it or just, pure luck that they guessed how to do it correctly but i think that's like important just to listen to people yeah you're always learning (laughs) always every day i consider myself a beginner too for that same reason because i think there's so much to learn and like even when you're when you think you know everything you there's still probably like more to learn there's yeah there's still something else or something new you know at the point where you've learned everything that's when you start discovering new things and now you're doing the teaching even when you're teaching like you still learn like i I definitely feel like i'm a beginner but i like give people my tips that i've kind of been learning and i'm like those like i'm learning from those tips so i think it's important to kind of listen and then give out all the information you've learned because then that's how people learn more and become better climbers overall 
Um, but yeah, I think that was all the tips I have. I think since you guys said you're all wrapped up on tips, I think that's the end of our podcast for the day. But um, remember, I'm Steven. We got Chase and we got Gator. You guys want to give out socials real quick? Yeah, you can find us at Lost Trail Podcast. Um, that's pretty much the main place to find us. Cool. I mean, yeah, you can follow our personal Instagrams too. But I would yeah, say we like, have those. our content is going to be pushed out on the Lost Trail Podcast. And then you can also find our socials from there. So check us out on Instagram. And if you really like feel like stalking us, you can you can check out our actual social media accounts too. Yeah, hit us up on our uh, DMs if you have any questions on the Lost Trails podcast too. And we'll be on Spotify and Apple Music. So uh, suggestions too. If you have any suggestions or like potential ideas for episodes, like hey, go do this. Send yes. it our way. Please. please God, send us things to do. We we yeah. need more to do. Yeah, we're in dire need. Please help. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but all right, guys, have a good one. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. Remember to pack in and pack out. Bye. Nice. That was awesome. That was cool.